Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl. So, welcome to the party. <laughs> Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our website, selfcareirl.com to sign up for our exclusive membership community, which is filled with gems to help you cultivate those much needed life shifting healing experiences. We're headed into week, gosh, I don't, who the hell is counting of this quarantine? And it's obvious that COVID-19 is out to radically change our lives. When we welcome 2020, not a soul alive would have guessed that our world would be confined to our homes. This pandemic has been a wildly powerful reminder of how important our freedom is to us and how much we need human connection. But it has also been a reminder for me that we are not alone. What's different here is that every single person on the planet has been impacted in some way. Hence the ultimate hashtag of 2020, alone together. Since this is a challenge for all of us, I wanted to remind you of a few things that you can do to take back your your sense of freedom. Because if we're going to be stuck in the house, we might as well make the most of it, right? So I've come up with 10 self-care in real life reminders on how to make your life better while physically isolated. So let's get started. The first one, which took me forever to kind of grasp that it was going to be my lifesaver, is to create a healthy and supportive routine. When we feel powerless or helpless, as so many of us do in this moment, one extremely easy thing to do is to create a routine or schedule. It's easy to lose our sense of time while we're all stuck in the house, anxiously waiting, you know, for outside to open up. I know I officially never know what day or time it is. (laughs) They're all kind of, you know, blending together. But a routine can give us an anchor and a greater sense of control over our lives. And especially if you have children, creating a routine is super important to give them a sense of normality. I write a routine on my whiteboard so that I can see it each morning when I get up in my office, but you can visually store your your routine however you want to, right? So here's an example of what your routine or schedule might sound like. So 
7 a.m. Wake up. Y'all know I'm not waking up at 7. So, but this is, this is for you. You wake up at 7 a.m. <laughs> By 8 a.m. You make your breakfast. 10 a.m. You exercise. 11 a.m. Talk to a few friends, FaceTime, phone call, a few texts, whatever. 12 p.m. Make some lunch. Between 1 to 4, do some learning or start or resume a home project. At 5 p.m., make and eat your dinner. At 7, you can talk to your close family, call your mom, your dad, your aunties, uncles, all of that good stuff. At 8 p.m., do some reading or some journaling. Here's where you can add, you know, some type of gratitude exercise. And by 10 p.m., go on, take your butt to bed. (laughs) Be sure to include, uh, you know, like food preparation, social time, exercise, outdoor time, Um, some learning or creativity so that you can get the benefits from this challenging time. It's also really important to recognize the weekends because again, it's really easy for all of these weeks to blur together. So make a little looser schedule for your weekends. So for example, that could be, you know, make sure you include the sleeping in time or the later time, maybe a brunch, you know, a Zoom brunch with your friends. Um, treats. I like to include, hey, it's banana pudding time, girl. (laughs) You could also add movie night with popcorn with your boo or do a virtual happy hour Um, and maybe add larger projects like some arts and crafts or gardening or, or take out a few hours to redecorate the bathroom or, you know, change out the sheets, things like that. So create a routine that will create uh, some sense of control and mastery over your environment and your life circumstances. The point is, you must reclaim what power you can over your life right now. Because with all of this uncertainty, it's important for you and especially for your children to have some kind of predictability. So tip number two, adopt a fitness routine at any level right where you are right now. And I swear, I ain't believe any of this until I actually started working with a fitness trainer. Building your physical strength will not only help your self-esteem because duh, body goals, but I was so surprised at how more at how much more disciplined I was. Creating a fitness routine is not only life affirming and good for your health, but feeling more physically powerful actually helps us feel more empowered and less helpless. That's what's most important. And you want to start where you are. Adding some physical activity into your schedule doesn't have to be complex, right? Like maybe you're not the, I'm going to do it for 45 minutes or half an hour. It could be as little as 15 minutes a day. So here's just a few quick ideas. You can start yoga. Yoga is one of my favorites. It's excellent for strength building and flexibility and creating a really calm mindset. And the great part is there's lots of free options on YouTube. There's the YouTube rabbit hole is long and vast and you're bound to find someone that can help you with your practice. I actually typed in um, black girl yoga teacher and lots of options came up. You can also try a simple exercise of jump roping. A friend of mine created a jump rope challenge. You can start with a low number of jumps. Try to see how many you can jump in 30 seconds. And then each day you increase that number. You can also create a folder on Instagram with workouts from your favorite IG fitness influencers. I got so many, girl, I get confused. So now I have subfolders for like arm workouts, chest, back, leg day, you know, you get my drift. But 
For a full list of fitness routine ideas, you can head over to my blog, lovetyalexander.com. Number three, you can actually learn new things by reading nonfiction books. Use this time at home to educate yourself. There's so much to be gained, like self-confidence, negotiation skills, um, how to have difficult conversations, and so much more. Try thinking about what keeps you up at night. There's probably a book for that or what you'd wish you'd be better at. I'm for certain there's also a book for that. You know, reading one book will expand your mind, but reading several books will make you more interesting and help you learn new skills. Again, for a full list of books that you can read, you can head over to my blog, lovetyalexander.com. Number four, you can learn a new skill online. I conveniently started DJing when the virus showed up. I took a class in February and by March we were in lockdown. When I tell you, okay girl, it has been one of the best distractions slash a hella fun thing to do. I've literally been up until ungodly hours of the morning practicing and downloading music. But If DJing isn't your thing, you can grow your personal or creative skills with online training providers. If there's a skill you've always wanted to learn, just search for it. The internet is golden, sis. But be sure to read this course descriptions thoroughly. You want to make sure that it's the right one for you. Also check the reviews if there are any because people will tell you if it's trash or if it's amazing. And you can also check the money back guarantees. A lot of these online training providers will give you your money back if you're not satisfied. And for number five, explore your life vision. I have actually ditched watching the news because exhausting AF. Instead, I have decided to focus on what my bigger picture is, which is my future. The first thing you want to do when you're exploring your life vision is to ask yourself, what do I want for the rest of my life? Large question, I know, but it's the future. I did say that. What are those things that if I didn't do, I'd be disappointed? Where do I envision myself this time next year or three years or five years? Having a clear vision of how I want my life to be has been a very powerful motivator. A vision helps us work towards our goals and and, uh, take action and make change. I promise you soon, very soon, (laughs) all of this will be over and we'll be right back to being super busy again. And the vision that you've created today or the one that you've reworked will be just what you'll need to stay focused. So let me give you five questions to uh, ponder on or to journal around so that you can go deeper with this, right? So number one, what do you desire or yearn for yourself in life? How do you want to feel? Many of us never ask that question. How do you want to feel? What do you really, really want to be different in your life? What do you really want to be different? What would have to happen, let's say in three years time, that your life would be spectacular and you would feel magnificent about it? 
And lastly, what's your dream for this lifetime? Imagine that you're, I don't know, 90 years old and you're looking back over your life. What did you do that made you super proud and happy? As a tip for this exercise, remember to think possibility, but not probability. Don't limit yourself or your ideas because you don't believe something is likely to happen. Instead, believe it's possible, even if you don't know how to get there just yet. Believe it's possible, even if you don't know how to get there yet. And if you'd like some help creating a vision for your life, I'm offering a free life vision session. All you have to do is sign up for our self-care in real life membership over at selfcareinreallife.com. And number six, be in the moment. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'll say that again. Be in the moment. Actually, let me... Let me calm my voice for you even more so so that you can receive this message, right? Be in the moment. In this moment, you are okay. In this moment, you are safe. It is okay to take this one day at a time. If you have to, one hour at a time, or even one breath at a time if you need to. I've learned to control my anxiety by being super present, you know, like not thinking ahead. And in some cases, not remembering the past, but actually practice being. And since this is a practice, meaning you have to do it over and over again, you'll have to learn how to bring yourself back to the now. And over time, it will get easier. But you'll learn how to bring yourself back. And it's a great skill to have you bring yourself back to normal life. For me, the opposite of anxiety is normal life, right? So when you notice that you're worrying or you're feeling a little, you know, weird or twitchy inside or, you know, you want to pick up your phones and find out every single detail and latest news report about COVID-19, say to yourself nicely and gently and warm, it's okay in this moment. In this moment, I am safe. In this moment, I am okay. You can also add or say, in this moment, my children are okay. In this moment, my children are safe. In this moment, my husband is okay. In this moment, 
my husband is safe, right? You get it? So bring yourself back to the present. Bring yourself back to the moment. Bring yourself back to being. Number seven, start a journal. If you've been following me for this decade of content creation on the internet, then you know that journaling has saved my life. And if you've always wanted to journal, now is the perfect time to start. More than just keeping a record of your day, a journal can help you explore and sift through your feelings and experiences. I use journaling as a brain dump. I have always believed that a good brain dump allows me to hoard my good feelings and good memories rather than the bad ones. And it's also a great way to get to know you. So here are some prompts to get you started. A lot of people say, I have no idea what to write in my journal or where to start. So here are a few prompts for you. So one, Today, I am feeling blank. I think this is because blank. One big thing I have learned during this crisis is blank. I remember the last time I was stuck in the house and blank. One thing that surprised me recently is blank. What matters most to me in life is blank. Or one of my favorites is describe your ideal day blank. You can use these prompts or you can even go to my blog again, lovetyalexander.com and find lots of prompts to be able to start your journal. So number eight, we're almost done. We got what, two more. Number eight, help others. Y'all, I feel so good about life. And what's ahead for us when I am able to help others like this podcast is me helping you. It's empowering as hell. But especially when we feel helpless, we often forget how simple helping can be. So again, here's a few tips and way or, or ways rather that you can help others. So one of my favorites is before heading out to do my errands, I check in with my neighbor or my close friends to see if they need anything. You know, how many times have you been on Facebook and said and read your friends say, oh, I was at Trader Joe's and I found this. And you're like, well, damn girl, you ain't gonna pick me up nothing. Start an errand circle. Those lines at the market are getting out of control. So this is a good way to take turns and pick up some things for your friends or your neighbors. You can also host a virtual get together with your friends. You can do a happy hour. You can do a game night. You know, you could do a how many shots can we take before we pass out night? <laughs> Let me know how that works for you. But <laughs> re- reconnect with your deep friends, your, your close friends and relatives, um, and especially the ones who've moved away because they might be feeling this more than ever if they've moved to a foreign place or, or a new place rather, and they don't have as many friends close by. So make sure that you're checking in with people, you're offering your help, you know, in little ways, little ways go a long way. Number nine, declutter. 
I have a feeling that you're just like me and you have some organizational things on your to-do list that you've been avoiding maybe. (laughs) Sis, this is our time. Use this isolation period to get them done. We already know it's been proven that getting organized and decluttering allows us to exert some kind of control over our lives. And again, what has been the working theme of this podcast is using our freedom, getting our freedom back, getting control, all that good stuff. So decluttering is one of those ways. And even after I get done these decluttering and organizational things, I feel so accomplished, you know, but I often think to myself, how am I going to get all this done? I got all this junk behind me. Where do I start? Right? So here's a simple three-step method to go through your things. One, If you've decided that you're going to keep it, be sure in that same decision, make sure it will live somewhere. Find a place for that thing to live. Oftentimes things are unorganized or cluttered because those things have no homes. They don't know where to go. They're just here, they're there, whatever. So make sure that you also decide when you keep it, when when you decide that you're going to keep it, also decide where it's going to live. Number two, if you're not going to keep it, create two piles, a pile where you're going to dump things and then a pile where you're going to donate them. And this is also the pile where you're going to donate to specific people, your best friend, you know, a relative, whatever. Number three, when you're done, put each pile into bags or boxes. And then once this crisis is over, you can get rid of them, you know, however you, however you decided in step number two. As a tip, make this a whole project. (laughs) I'll say it again for myself because sometimes I forget. Make this a project. It does not have to be done in one sitting, sis. (laughs) The reason why this pile of junk is behind me is because I say to myself, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. You have one hour a day. You have a half hour a day. You'll be surprised how much we, I'm going to say we, so we can get through this together. You'll be surprised how much we <laughs> can get done if we keep that up for one week, right? So our our first to do, this should have been number one, but it's number nine either way. Um, we're going to do some decluttering and some organizational things. So number 10, last but not least, send real snail mail letters or cards depending on how old you are some of you might not have a single clue of what a snail mail is but it's simply a good old-fashioned love letter and who doesn't love to receive cards and handwritten letters in the mail so let's rediscover the lost art of letter writing and making someone's day and yes I am aware that you could have sent an email to appreciate someone. That's all well and good. But imagine your recipient's face as they pick up that handwritten card out of the mailbox. And if you're wondering what to say, duh, I got some tips for you. But the common rule of thumb for this is to write from the heart. You could say, I really appreciate having you in my life because blank or I loved when we went to brunch that time blank and, you know, go down the, 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 the memories of that day. Or you could say, I've realized that you bring blank to my life. 
Believe you have the skills and power to tackle this situation and you will is the overarching theme to this podcast. I want you to choose to make the best of this difficult situation and I promise you that you can find a way. This current and strange COVID-19 situation will end, I promise you. And when it does, you'll be really proud that you made the effort to learn something new, whether it's about yourself or a friend or maybe a new skill. You did it. You can say that you survived. I really hope that you've enjoyed and loved this episode. If you did, please do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you are listening to me today. I also want to make sure that you are the first to know when new episodes hit, so make sure that you are subscribed. If any of my ideas put a little spark in your soul today, do me a favor and share this episode with your friends and family on social media. And when you do share, be sure to tag us. I am at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening. I really do love and appreciate you for spending time with me today. And until next time, toodles. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women.